Raider Nation, wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Good morning, Raider Nation. I'm Lincoln Kennedy, and today is August 30th, 2022. Thank you for joining us on another episode of The Morning Grind. Today, I want to talk about a little bit of a transitional period, if you will. Training camp is over, obviously, and so is the preseason. And it's, you know, worth noting the fact that the Raiders finished 4-0 in preseason. It was a a good job, and it wasn't by fluke. They actually earned it. Um, They earned all four of those wins. Played soundly in all three phases of the game. Played discipline in all three phases of the game. Didn't have a lot of penalties, which, as you know, as Raider faithful, is not necessarily our norm. But, you know, you've got to tip your hat to Josh McDaniel and the coaching staff and, more importantly, the players. Because, you know, I I was made aware that even when training camp started, that they were, you know, they were holding each other accountable. The players were holding each other accountable. Drop balls, you do push-ups. You mess up, you take a lap. I mean, things like that. The small things that might seem insequential or, or you know, un, 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 unamusing or inamusing if if if, uh, if you're not there and, and taken in a moment. And what that shows me is that this team is growing up. Look, for what it's worth, not too long ago, this team was a very young team, one of the youngest teams in the NFL. And there's it's not unheard of for your quarterback to be your leader. However, if he's your only senior leader on the team as far as years and experience, that leaves a lot to be left by some of the other guys. But you see some guys that are coming along really well. I think Max Crosby has stood up over the last couple of years and taken notice. So has Josh Jacobs, the guys from the, the, the draft, class, draft classes previously. You already know what Jonathan Abram has been doing. But new coaches staff, new offense, new defense, new philosophy, all in the upper uh, upper oars of the coaching staff in the, in, the, in the halls has led to a change that seems to be moving in the positive direction. Now, I will say this. There are things that you still have to work on. I mean, even though it came through training camp, fairly healthy, the the, the blaring hole at right tackle leaves me to end, end tackle depth because we don't really have a true swing tackle. I don't know if that'll be Jackson Barton if Jermaine Illuminor gets the, the start. I still don't know what they're going to do with Alex Leatherwood. I, You know, let me just share something with you. I, I like Alex. I like him as a player, but he does need help with technique. And it's not something that's going to come overnight. I will also follow it up with this offense is capable of protecting or helping to protect the offensive line to a degree. Now, there's no doubt in my mind that when Derek Carr and the starters take the field, that Derek will be able to get rid of the ball to Tommy fashion, whether he's throwing to the receivers or even checking down out of the backfield. We've known him to do that throughout his career. I think that helps save the offensive line. But there are times where you're going to have to stand up and block and you're going to have to know what you're doing. And especially when you think about who you're in line of facing this season as a right tackle. Well, you got to talk about, you know, Bosa twice with the Chargers. And then you've got his brother in San Francisco, just to name a few. So it's not necessarily going to be easy or an easy task, but there are ways that they can help protect the tackle in this league uh, or in this offense. One of the things they do is they, they keep a tight end in to help chip the outside shoulder. Uh, then they or they keep a back end to, to chip and they they call what we call max protection is when you keep a back and a tight end and just to make sure you seal up protection. But that does put a strain and an illness on the following on a, a, the other three receivers, eligible receivers. They have to go out. They have to get open. They have to win. The quarterback has to win with a throw, so on and so forth. So it's not only scheme and execution, but it's also the will. Um, and it has to be, you know, across the board for all 11 guys on offense. 
With that being said, I still think there is there is potential in in Alex Leatherwood. However, he's not ready to start, in my opinion, right now. Uh, you you, you got to go somewhere else. Um, and there are a lot of people thought just moving him into guard. Well, hey, don't don't take anything from you know what Simpson and Cotton have done inside. And I think you've got you know talk about Dylan Phylon coming in uh, pretty pretty good and playing you know all the positions. I think there's hope there for this offensive line. Just got to find that depth at uh, not only the swing tackle, who's going to be the other tackle when uh, if Colton Miller goes down to the other left tackle, or you know that that right tackle position. Uh, definitely got to fill that spot before you go anywhere. So. I guess not to be overly critical, if you will, but uh, to me, you know, Jermaine Illuminar is, ser- is serviceable. I wouldn't necessarily project him as a seasonal starter. I mean, a whole season starter, but I'd like to see that. I mean, he's serviceable right now, and he could possibly be that swing tackle. Not a Brand Parker. Brandon Parker has been put on IR for the rest of the year, so. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. I also think there's a lot of work to be done on the defensive interior. We've seen, uh, you know, kind of a it, it, most people call it a three-four scheme, but it's kind of a it's a hybrid because you're going to rush four people. And I'm still waiting to see with this, you know, Patrick Graham defense. You know, Max Crosby dropping into coverage in the flat or playing outside linebacker or you know doing that against Tripp's defense. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he's worked on it. I'm sure he's a great enough athlete. He'll be able to do do it. But, you know, when you talk about these typical three, four defenses and the way people will attack them, that's going to put, you know, Max and, and, and some and some other other defensive end slash outside linebackers in a little bit of a peculiar situation. So we have to see how that goes with Patrick Graham's defense. More importantly, the defensive back depth. We didn't see our starters during the preseason and how are they going to hold up um, in, in week one. Now, I will say this. Something I think is, is is unprecedented in my you know recent memory, having 17 days off from their last game uh, this this past weekend until the start of the season, highly unusual. It's a lot of downtime. That's a lot of time where you you have to you know speculate and make sure guys are doing right. You know, don't want to work them too hard because you want them to get rest. Obviously, the coaches have got a tough decision. They've got to cut the roster down to 53 by Tuesday the 31st, um, but, you know, it's 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 a long time off. And I don't necessarily know how I feel about it because I will say this. I commend Josh McDaniels and his coaching staff for playing a lot of would-be starters during the preseason. Got them a good lather. Didn't really have a whole lot of injuries that I can remember, but got some good work out of guys that you need to see work. And guys were competing. There's a good problem to have when you have a number of notable players in the wide receiver room. There's a good problem to have when you have a number of running backs in the running back room that, that you can rely on. And you got some hard decisions to make. They already made one of them when they let Kenyon Drake go. But these are good problems to have. Now you just need to take care of a little bit of things here and there, tidy up. And it's going to be interesting to see how they divvy up this 53-man roster, how many offensive linemen they keep. As you know, or you might not know, but you know, for guys to go to practice squad, you have to release them for at least 24 hours before you can bring them back on practice squad. And during that you know, waiver period, anybody can pick them up. Heck, anyone can pick them up on you know while they're on practice squad too. But typically, there are a lot of teams. You know, the Raiders aren't the only one. Everyone has to get down to 53, and so there are a lot of hard decisions to be made. And I doubt very seriously back to the right tackle spot uh, point that if. There's going to be an overqualified or a truly qualified offensive lineman that's available. So back to the fact that there's 17 days between the last game and the first game. And during that time, I know coaches have already got you know things worked out. But once they get the 53-man roster done, and most of it's already pretty much done, there'll be some hard decisions that 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 they'll have to make on Monday night 
um, following Tuesday. Couple of players here and there. A lot of times the special teamers who can be that that utility or that Swiss Army knife player that you've always wanted to have on your team that can do just a little bit about everything, right? And uh, you know when McDaniel's with the Patriots, they notoriously found those types of guys. And I think there's there's some guys on this roster that could po- possibly be those guys. You know, one one comes to uh, mind real quick is is Masterson, the linebacker that served you know pretty much played the entire preseason, former safety. Uh, moved into linebacker, so he's got potential to be that that person, that Swiss Army knife, that could also play special teams, and serve as that you know, that green dot on the helmet when you when you need it. A little Perriman uh, needs a break. That uh, would be the would be starter. So, you know, we we talk about these seven seventeen days. Now, what are you hoping to achieve during this time? Well, one, you want to make sure you get your guys rest. You know, you open up the season in L.A. against the Chargers, a divisional game. A lot of people are projecting the Chargers to win the division. They're going to be tough. They played the Raiders really tough last year. Of course, we'll, we'll never forget that, the, the season ender, going to the playoffs, how exciting that was. But you know what the Chargers bring to the table, and you know what now, now that they added Khalil Mack and stuff like that, that they are going to try to get after Derek. So Derek has to be ready. Now, there's no doubt in my mind Derek's going to be ready. Derek Carr, that is, uh, is going to be ready. Watching his body language on the sideline, talking to Josh McDaniels throughout the preseason, throughout training camp, and and you know Josh just raving about him, his his smarts, his his football IQ, and more importantly, him understanding the weapons that he has around him, and and the coaching staff being ready to use it or willing to use it. It's all a big deal, all one that should not be ignored. So. When you look, when you think about this week seventeen, or not week seven, the seventeen day off uh, break, and you think about the changes, in it, just think about this: this team showed played very solid during the preseason, which was a good sign. Very disciplined during the preseason, which is a good sign. The young guys stood up and 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 involved themselves and made themselves, you know, showed the showcase their talents when it came time. That's another good sign. I think going into this season, we've got a solid team. But I also think we're playing in one of the, if not the most um, uh, competitive division of football. This is going to be a hard road to follow. And the, and, the, and the Raiders have got a hard schedule. They've got to take care of business and so far against the Chargers. It's absolutely essential that they jump out to a good start when it comes to division because it's not going to get any easier. And then they can't afford to have the slip-ups or the letdowns that they had last year that kind of plagued them. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch. And I'm really looking forward to the 53-man roster. Well, look, that's going to do it for me this morning. I'm Lincoln Kennedy, and this is The Morning Grind. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network.